Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. ETH made headlines last week when they did the milestone test leading up to this merger. However, it has sort of been lost in the headlines as all the prices are falling, everything is really at a lull, and everyone is on the fence. Some people are very skittish, some people are very bullish. But today, we're going to discuss why the merger or the possibility of a 2022 merger is going to cause ETH to surge, or will it really not make much of a difference? That's what we're going to dive into today. Have you ever seen a train merge onto a new track? Well, growing up in New York and always having a fascination with trains is something that I would always love to see is when the train swaps over onto a different line and how it actually just seamlessly makes that transition from a line that could possibly have been going in the opposite direction and Just by a couple lovers being pulled, it causes this massive train to divert all the way to another line. Very cool. Loved watching it. If not, if you're ever someone that has ever seen a road merge where the lanes all go from, say, a three-lane highway down to a two-lane highway or whatever it might be, when the traffic has to flow in and turn in, you'll see those signs, lane ending soon, and all the traffic has to merge to the right or to the left. Similar thing. Well, With the whole ETH merger, this current network right now, all this massive progress that we've made over the last two years, it has been on the old form of network called a proof of work network. And if you've listened to the other episodes, you know how that works. Countless YouTube channels breaking that down. But in summary, if that's the first time you're hearing that, a proof of work network is heavily reliant on graphic cards. Lots of computing power to verify these transactions and keep the record or the ledger accurate. So it requires a heavy investment upfront, uses a lot of energy, and as a result, there are very high gas fees. A later generation of blockchain moved to a proof of stake network where by which the people that are verifying or the computers that I should say are verifying these transactions They have a joint stake into the network, meaning that rather than relying heavily on computing power, just raw computing power, stakeholders are required to make an investment into the ecosystem. And as a whole, because their investment is dependent on the authenticity and the legitimacy of this ledger, in theory, this encourages everyone to operate in a much more honest way, knowing very well that their stake is at stake. (laughs) So with all this massive traffic, all these NFTs and dApps and programs and all these wallets connecting and funds being swapped on Uniswap and all these different things, all of that is going over or merging onto a proof of stake system. And I know I simplified this very much, so I don't want any hardcore engineers to run after me and say, dude, like you are totally explaining this thing wrong, but I am simplifying it intentionally and giving that visualization of a huge train swapping over onto lines, I think is a great picture. And a lot of people are predicting that there's going to be a huge spike in the price of Ethereum or ETH, I should say, as this merger takes place and we move to a proof of stake system. Now, first of all, I'm going to say this is something that has been spoken about for the longest time. And I believe truly it is almost baked into the cake at this point. People understand that this is coming up and newbies that are coming into the space have not even really evaluated the fact of the high gas fees and all of that. So they won't appreciate it anywhere near as much as the people that have been in here for a year or so. So down the line, pretty much everyone that's coming in, 
just won't even know better. This won't remember these days. Sort of like anyone who's launching a website today doesn't know all of the heartaches and frustrations that we had to go through using multiple programs, learning how to write lines just to have the background color change on a website, just all sorts of crazy things that we had to go through. And now you can pretty much put up a website within 15 minutes, no coding. And back in the day, it would take me a half an hour and Googling and searching just to be able to set up one page or change a feature on a page. It's going to be no different with this blockchain stuff. The later generations that come in will never understand all the pain that we went through with these gas fees. It won't make a difference. So initially, will there be a spike? I don't really think so. The people that are already here understand how this is going down, have been hearing about this for the longest time. Can't believe that it hasn't come already because this has been in the news for years at this point. And yes, it will lower the barrier for entry for other people. But again, that is all baked into it. Understanding that this is just the direction that we're moving into and more buyers and more builders will be coming into the ecosystem and it's going to attract more interest and all that. But the funny thing about that is whether or not we go to a proof of stake, that's not going to change. Those buyers and everything are still going to come in. Once there is value in this market, this industry is surging. We just happen to be in a bear market right now where things are going down, but people are still coming online. So it even shows that proof of work or proof of stake, people are still coming on. Builders are going to build. Builders don't look at the situation and say, boy, you know, this is really not a good time to build, so I'm not going to build. If they have something great to build, they're going to build it. And if people see value, they're going to buy it. So some people might be thinking, well, you know what? I'm going to wait for the merger because once everything happens with this whole proof of stake system, things are going to be a lot cheaper and I'm going to wait until I get into the game. And then there's going to be other people saying that, no, I want to buy up the things right now because I know a lot of people are going to come into the game once it goes to cheaper transactions and all of that stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just swallow the gas right now. Technically, gas is still pretty low, pretty affordable, especially since the prices have fallen down. So I'll buy up all my assets, make my investments, do whatever I have to do, because once I know this thing swaps over, more people are going to come in. For example, the holdouts that are on wax that have never paid gas or Solana, who's used to very low gas fees, Cardano, who's getting actually paid to having transactions, which I just found out the other day, have to look more into that. But that just blew my mind. So obviously, I don't own any Cardano NFTs, but definitely I'm going to have to consider it. So all of these different communities and people that are used to things running differently than how the standard is on Ethereum are looking at Ethereum and saying, no, there's no way I'm going over there. So once they come in, it's going to be different for sure. But leading up to this, there's obviously going to be a lot of short-term hype. There's going to be influencers and promotions and excitement and everything leading up to this. However, everything just balances out. Just think of it when it was announced that OpenSea was going to start selling Solana-based NFTs. It was like the craze for about two weeks, the spike, the volume of Solana, everything, the, the price just went all the way up. And then all of a sudden, within a few days, it started to come back down. And then we went into the cycle that we're in right now. Then, of course, when Luna and everything else happened, it was just, you know, a snowball effect. But I think it would be the same thing, too. If the announcement was made that, yes, we're going to merge at the beginning of August, there would be an initial week or two of a huge pump, a huge run up. And then it would just trickle back down and people would get used to it and realize that for the most part, we knew this was coming and it was already baked into it. So that would be a short lived pump. I don't think that's necessarily going to be the to the moon, the next major bull market. I think that really has to do with the interest and the people that are not in this market right now, they're not interested in it. 
just seeing that Ethereum is getting ready to merge and have less gas fees is not going to all of a sudden turn on the light bulb and make them interested into NFTs, Web3, and all of this stuff. This merger is really for people that are already drinking the Kool-Aid and using Ethereum. But as of right now, FUD is really ruling the day. There's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. People are wondering what's going on. We are possibly talking about bottoming out ETH around 700. Solana is back to where it was trading last year. And all those massive, massive gains that Solana saw is pretty much already gone right now over the last year. But all those things is all a result of FUD. As I said before, builders are going to build and people that see value in this space are just going to buy. But long-term, I think this thing is really pegged to the value of the entire NFT market, or I should say is pegged to the value of the entire crypto market. And we all know the driving force behind that it is Bitcoin. Even with my conversation with Andre from the past weekend in episode number 211, Bitcoin is the granddaddy of them all. So as Bitcoin moves, the rest of the market moves. And we haven't gotten to the point right now where NFTs are independent of the crypto markets or in the sense that cryptos are independent of the stock market or investment vehicles in general. Everything sort of moves in tandem. And definitely once you get into Web3, into crypto, into this space, generally speaking, Bitcoin moves everything. There are a few exceptions here and there, but I would say 90 plus percent move and trade on a percentage basis at least, and a volatility basis in line with Bitcoin. Some of them might be a week behind, some of them might be instantly. For example, Solano and ETH pretty much move at the same time as Bitcoin, but some of these other fringe coins might have a slower response or a delay to it. But when Bitcoin goes down, it pretty much drags the rest of the market with it. But personally, I am excited about the merge. I can't wait for it to happen. Gas fees to go down and all those different things. However, I can definitely say that it is not the magic fix this market pill that everyone thinks it's going to be. And we still could be in for a rough ride. This might take six months or so. This could truly be a long and painful bear market. But I cannot repeat enough that builders are going to build and people that see value are always going to buy. So with that said, I'd love to know what are your thoughts about this? Is this going to really change the game for ETH as far as rebounding the value? Is it going to stop this crazy slide that we're on or what? Is it just in tandem with everything else? And it's just going to be great for everybody that's already here, but not going to really spark the massive bull market. Feel free to leave your comments over at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. As usual, I want to thank you for taking time to listening to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.